You are now tuned in to She Me's Business Podcast. Hey ladies, I'm your host Martina Davis and I am back for another episode. Listen sis, I hope all is well. I hope all is well in your life. And if it's not, I pray that God gives you the grace that you need to succeed. I used to say that prayer every day before I would walk into work. I would say, you know what, Lord? I just pray for the grace that I need to succeed, to succeed this work day, to succeed these tasks, everything that that is going to go down today, whether, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen today. I know what I want to happen, but I don't always know what's going to happen today at work. And I remember I would always say this prayer um, right before I walked in the doors. I would say, Lord, give me the grace that I need to succeed. Give me the strength. Give me the wisdom. Give me the patience. Give me the discernment and insight that I need for this day. How to deal with your people. How to respond. <laughs> and <laughs> I used that, that was one of my prayers because we don't always know what's going to happen. We don't. We honestly don't. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, I know what I would like to happen, <laughs> but you know, in reality, we don't know what's going to happen. So that would be my prayer. And so, Lord, even as we get into this episode, that is my prayer. That is my prayer for me, and that is my prayer for you, sis. That God will give us the grace that we need to succeed in every area in our life. If you're getting ready for church right now, you're getting ready to take the kids to the daycare, you're getting ready to clean up, clean your car, whatever it is, I pray that God gives you the grace to succeed in that area. That he gives you the strength to endure whatever may come your way, good or bad, good or bad. You know, because we we need that grace when the good comes. Because when that good comes, we still need to be humble. (laughs) Right? Oh, so yes, yes, yes. So today on this episode, we are going to be continuing the series, Service with Love. And I've been so excited about this series and just everything that goes with it from creating content for the business and Bible study for preparing for the business and Bible study that is going to happen live on December 18th at 8 p.m. I'm excited for that. Um, And yeah, just just all the content that I've been creating and just the time that I've been spending with God and just preparing for this, for this month's theme and what he wanted me to put out there, what what's coming from my heart. And it was service with love. And it's really, it's really all about a heart posture. Where is your heart at? Where is your heart? What is the condition of your heart? You know, last week I talked about your supply is needed. And and it is. And one of the things that's very important that I don't even think I mentioned was your heart posture. What is your heart looking like? What is your heart feeling like? You know what I mean? Is it a hard heart? Is it a heart that has shunned people, that has blocked people out? You know what I mean? Is it an unforgiving heart? You know, I, 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 this is just on my heart, but it, let's, let's take a look 
at our own hearts, the condition of our own heart. Because before we can give out what we have, before we can serve others well, before we can understand customer service, we got to make sure our heart is right. We got to do that. And so let's start with the word of God. And um, In Matthew 22, chapter 22, verses 36 to 40. I'm not going to read all the verses, but it talks about the greatest commandments. And there's a top two, the top two greatest commandments. And the first one is to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Basically, with all your being. With everything you got, sis, with everything you got, you want to love God. You want to love him. And what does that look like for you? What does that look like for you? Loving God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. What does that look like for you? You know, um, a couple of minutes ago, I had just posted on my Instagram this scripture. It was, you know, Matthew's 22 Um, Just verse 37, where it talks about how to love God with all your heart, all your mind, and your soul. And in the caption, I just wrote kind of what I was seeing, kind of what I sensed, you know, and just kind of, not kind of, what I want to do. And what I wrote was, um, I just see, I just see women in a room. I just see women in a room rejoicing. I see them smiling. They are glad. They are happy. They are crying their hearts out unto their Savior because they have realized who God is to them and who God is in their life and what God has done for them, that sacrifice. And even now, I just sense it so strong. And and I just see, I just see a group of women just going hard, going in in their worship from the heart. Not, you know, from their mind, because that's what the word of God says. From their heart, from their soul, from their very being, the core. It's when that inner man is crying out, Abba, Father. I, I just see that and I just sense that so strong. And it's like, whoo, I want to go into worship right now, y'all. But God has not gifted me to sing and I'm not going to mess up your ears. <laughs> You took the time to listen, and I'm not going to mess up your ears, but <laughs> I, I just really sense it so strong, and I'm, I'm pretty sure after I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to go into worship, because I just I just sense it, and just, you know what? Oh, Holy Spirit, just have your way. Have your way in my sis' life right now as they're listening, God. Oh, Father God, we just welcome your precious spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way in their lives right now, oh God. Wherever you are, if you're in your room, if in your car, be safe. But just begin to worship God. I just feel him so much in my inner, in the innermost part. I just feel him. Just worship God. You let God know how much you love him with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul. You want to know how you love God with your mind? You think good thoughts. You think good thoughts. You want to know how you can love God with your heart? It has to be soft. It has to have forgiveness. It has to be content. It's, It's an overcomer. Like, you know what? 
Yeah, I know what came my way. Yeah, that hurt. But I'm going to forgive. I'm going to move on. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And and so the top two greatest commandments and number two is to love your neighbor as yourself. That's how you love with your heart. To love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I don't know about you, sis, but I love me. <laughs> like, I love me. I like me. I like my portion. I don't like the trials and tribulations part, but hey. <laughs> it's shaping and molding me. But I, I love me. I love how God created me. I still got to lose a little weight, but still. I love how God created me. I love uh, the creativity that he's given me, the way that I think. Um, yeah, I love me. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing conceited about loving yourself. I, I, I am grateful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Okay, I love how God made me. I love my story. I really love my story after I overcame it. I'm just being real. I love my testimony really once I overcame it. But I love me. And and the word of God says to love thy neighbor as yourself. And it is cool even how he put the order of the scripture. He, He mentioned your neighbor first and then yourself. That's a hard one. I know. But you got to have love for people. You got to have love for your neighbors. Your neighbors are your friends, your family, your literal next door neighbors. It's people that you meet with. It's people on the road who act like they can't use a turning signal. Hello. (laughs) Okay, I've been guilty too. But (laughs) it's having love for God's people, even if they're not acting like God's people. Okay? And Lord, I just pray for God's people that we can get it together in the name of Jesus. (laughs) But that's how you can love God from your heart because you're having love for his creation. You're putting others before yourself. Ooh, that's a hard one. Okay, at least for me, that's a hard one. What, Lord? You mean I got to put, because she my sis and all. I got love for her. But you tell me if she offended me. She throwing, well, it's not her, but fiery darts. I know this is a spiritual thing, right? I know that, but I can see naturally. Naturally, them darts are coming from her. And I gotta have love for her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the forgiveness and the love, you know, that all comes together. But those are the top two greatest commandments and they both have to do with love. And so I want to talk about operating in love in our businesses. Does your business operate in love? Does it? Does when you when you're loving the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, <clears throat> it's going to show. The fruit of your life is going to show how much you love God. You know, when you're loving your neighbor as yourself, are you loving your customers the way you will love yourself? Are you giving them some grace and mercy? Because that's what some of these customers need. They need some grace and mercy. Are you giving that? Are you giving that? Let's get into more. So operating in love. I just challenge you, business owners and entrepreneurs, even influencers, impactors, anyone who's leading in any capacity. Are you operating in love? Is your ministry flowing in love? Is it? Are you serving your customers with 
love. All right, so how do you know? How do you know you're, you know, you're doing this? Well, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we're not going to read that whole chapter, but in verse 4, it talks about how love is patient and how love is kind. And here are two areas where you can operate in love, especially when it comes to your customers, when it comes to your following. Okay, um, so love is patient. Be patient with your customers. Everyone that you serve, and we talked about this on the last episode, our customers are not just, you know, people who um, are coming in and exchanging. There's an exchange of currency. There's an exchange of money, um, and they get the product. That is a customer. But we're talking about customers beyond the money. You know, we're talking about your following on Instagram. You know what I mean? We're on social media. We're talking about if you're serving in the ministry, those who you serve. A customer is anybody you serve, regardless if you're getting paid for it or not. Those are your customers, anyone you're serving, anyone that God has called to your life for you to make an impact in their lives, you are serving them. Okay, and so the best way to serve them is to be patient. Okay, be patient with those you serve. Be patient with your customers. And here's here's some. I'm gonna drop some knowledge for you, just in case, just in case, just in case you didn't know. Those that you serve, your customers, paying or not, nine times out of ten, they are not thinking how you think. They do not think how you think. You know how the Word of God says. Our thoughts are not like God's thoughts. Our ways are not like, are not his ways. We can't think like God. We can't do like God. And anytime that we do, it's because that Holy Spirit has empowered us to do so. Okay. But on our own, we can't do that. We can't think like him. You know, I tried it. Hello. I have tried it. I have tried to think like God. I thought I had God figured out, y'all. I know I was tripping for that. I think I've been thinking that I got God figured out. There has been times in my life where I legit, oh, I know what God's gonna do. I, I, I already sensed it. Nah, sis did not have God figured out. <laughs> but your customers, those you serve, they are not thinking how you think. Just like we don't think how God thinks. His his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. And that's the same thing with your customer. See, when you're serving someone. You have leadership, right? God has called you to lead. And there's, um, whether you, (laughs) how can I put this, Lord? A lot of times as a leader, you're supposed to be trained. You get some type of training, whether it's from, well, it's going to be from the Holy Spirit, number one. A lot of time we get this training from work. We all get this training from church, okay? So you have some type of tools. You, You was working in this area of leadership. Some of you, it flows very naturally, but still, God got to tweak it. So here you are, you're serving, and you're in some type of leadership, okay? You're in some type of management position. You have authority, right? Even think on your job. If you're a manager, if you have any type of authority, okay, you see the big picture. You know all the things at play. You know what needs to be done for business to run smoothly, okay? Then you have the employees who work under you right? You are constantly delegating for a reason. You are constantly giving out tasks and orders and they're checking in with you because, you know, they need to know what to do next. And the reason it's like that is because they don't think how you think. 
they don't see how you see. You know what I mean? When you're when you're training an employee, you're teaching them the ways of your company, the ways of your brand, how it needs to be done in ministry, whatever it may be. Right? And then when they do, and now you're like, okay, well, what about the employees who are thinking that way? Well, then I think a promotion should be coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? But think about it along that line. So your customers, those you serve, they do not think how you think. They they don't because you have leveled up. Honestly, you've moved up. You've been promoted. God has increased your territory. He has enlarged your territory in a sense of leadership, in a sense of being a business owner or a ministry leader or just whatever it is that you're doing. God has, he has promoted you. You have leveled up. And so therefore, the way you think, the way you see things is different than those you serve. So that's important. When when you understand that, when you understand that concept, when you understand that, I don't know why I always repeat myself, (laughs) but when you understand that, then that's where the patient part can come in. You can flow better in patience. And even, even with your children, mommies, even with your children, you know, you think how many times do I have to tell you the same thing? They are not thinking how you think. And even right now, God is like, oh, God is even touching my heart right now as I'm, I'm talking like, okay, I need to give my own children some more grace and mercy. Because yeah, mommy said this a lot of times, but they're not, they don't think how I think. They, they just think fun and being loud. Mommy said, be quiet. Mommy said, my ears can't take all those sounds. But yeah, ah, they're screaming, they're laughing. And woo, they are loud, at least to me, they're loud to my ears. But, you know, even now, God is just saying, even your children, your children do not think how you think. You keep teaching them. You keep um, planting seeds in their life because there will be a harvest from it. But they don't think. They don't, they don't think like you yet. They're not on your level. You done lived some life. Mommy is 31 years old. I got 21 years on my oldest daughter. Nah. She's not going to think how I think. She hasn't had my life experiences. She hasn't had um, certain encounters with God. So no, she's not going to think how mommy thinks. And so that's even a reminder for your mommies, for us mommies. All right. So love, love is kind. We want to be kind to our customers, even if they act like Judas. (laughs) I know I was extra with that, but listen, that's just where my mind took me. You want to be kind with your customers. You want to be kind with those you serve, even if they act like Judas. And so when I say that, um, yes, one, if they portray you, um, and just if they just tripping, (laughs) long story short, they're just acting unnecessary. We just... We're still going to walk in love and we are going to be kind. Okay. And, and how, and this is, I'm going to tell you how you handle, I'm going to tell you how you handle those customers or the people that you serve who want to act like Judas or, you know, be any type of negative or come up against you. This is what you do. Are you ready? Are you ready for this revelation that I'm about to drop? Are you ready? Listen, I had to learn this. I had to learn this. Ready? All right, here we go. Think first, react later. 
You got that? Listen, think first. And while you're thinking, pray. Think and pray, go together. And then react. Do not allow your reaction to come first. I know that's going to take some self-control and some discipline. But when you're dealing with customers and those you serve, when you're dealing with them and they're coming at you like Judas, this is how we're going to handle it. We're going to pause, we're going to pray, and we're going to think this first. And then we're going to react. Because when you take the time to think and pray, you can gather your emotions. And then you can react in a professional godly way you can react out of love even though your mind like nah they don't deserve no love right now but because the top two greatest commandments tells me love 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 this is what we're gonna do <laughs> all right god's gonna get the glory out this situation amen right <laughs> so yes so those we went over the top two greatest commandments we went over um you know how you can operate in love when it comes you know to your customers and to those you serve and so now we're going to get into you know how does that look how how does operating in love look for you how does that look in your business you know how does that look in your ministry how does that look in your groups how does that look on your social media how does, how does that look when you're talking to people? Operating in love, how does that look? And I'm going to tell you, for me, how that looks. So we know it's a heart posture, so it's got to come from the inside out, okay? But operating in love, for me, it shows up in a smile. It really does. Service with a smile, y'all. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going I'm to let y'all in. I'm going to let y'all in on some of my exclusives, all right? I already, I dropped one revelation already, okay? To think and pray first, then react, okay? Let that settle in your mind a little bit. But service with a smile. Let me tell you something about a smile. A smile is universal. Anybody can understand a smile. You don't have to say a word. You do not have to say a word. And I will understand your smile. You're like, what? What? <laughs> like, what do you mean? A smile is universal and everyone can understand it because the message that a smile gives, what it's speaking without words, is something positive. <laughs> it's something positive. Think about it. I want you to think about every time someone smiled at you, whether it's your husband, your friend, your children, your customers, people you don't know, um, customer service reps, um, people that you're, your vendors, people that you're dealing with day to day. I want you to think about every time they smiled at you. What was your reaction? It shouldn't have been a bad one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seeing someone smile doesn't make you feel bad. If, if seeing someone smile makes you feel bad, then we want to work on your mental and we got we to gotta get some prayer and we pray for deliverance in that area. But a smile should make you feel good. A smile should put a smile on your face. Just smile right now. I'm smiling. Hey. <laughs> you know, a smile is universal and the message that it's conveying is something positive. And we just all understand it without speaking. So for me, one of the ways I operate in love, how that shows up in my business is me smiling. 
It's me smiling. It's me when I come in in the morning to work, whether it's my company or someone else's company. When I'm coming in, that smile goes on and I'm greeting everybody who I'm about to work with that day. Hey, good morning, Destiny. Hey, good morning, Matilda. Hey, good morning, Maria. I just named some names of the ladies that I used to work with, but that's what I did. I greeted everyone individually. It's like, listen, I'm about to spend six plus hours with you. And we're going to do this for five days in a row, sometimes six. Hey, let me greet you with a smile. I don't know. Remember what I started the episode with? I don't know what's in store for this day. I know I need God to give me the grace that I need to succeed. And I need you, my team, to be there to help me. So, hey, good morning. Got a smile on my face. (laughs) You know what I mean? But just think about that. Think about how a smile makes you feel. Think about the energy of a smile. God gave you that smile. He gave you those lips, sis, regardless of what size they are. He gave them to you. You better smile. Brush your teeth and you can show your teeth, right? <laughs> Take care. Take care of your teeth, right? I was talking about teeth on the last, the last uh, podcast, but smile, smile. It's just, it makes you feel good. It, it really does. And not only does it make you feel good, but those that you serve, those that you work with will feel good as well. Listen, back to the motherhood. I can't help it. My son just popped up in my mind. So my son, right, his name is Zamar. And he could be acting up, just tripping, crying, whatever it is that he's doing. And I will put my mean mommy face like, yo, you best to get it together. I am not. Do you want mommy to get her belt? Right. And, you know, he's crying and stuff like that. And you ever mom, like, but he's so cute, right? And, you know, your kids be so cute. And you know you're not going to really beat them. you just trying to get them together. And so in the midst of me being serious and him crying, as soon as I smile, in the midst of all of that's going on, he starts smiling. His tears stop. He's like, oh, we good? And he just puts a smile on his face. So th- that's the power of a smile. It just changes the atmosphere. It just changes the vibe. It changes the situation. Listen, um, a lot of times, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about my story. Um, it, when, I, when I'm working, when I'm good at something, um, when I'm bringing my best to something, like I'm enjoying it. I'm good at it. And there's been times, and let me tell you too, too, when you're walking in your authority and you're confident in it and you know what you're doing, you know what God has placed you to do, because it's a good thing to be confident. It's a good thing to know this is what that Lord that God has for me to do in my life, right? When you're flowing in that confidence, it is okay. It is okay. As long as there's no pride and no self-conceit and no thinking that you're higher than others, it is okay. So I was in a season of my life where that was me. I was, I, I really knew my job. I was really confident. Like it just, I didn't have to think about my job. I just did it. And I'll never forget um, one of the customers, you know, I play like I didn't, I didn't hear her, but she said a, a side comment. She's like, who she is thinking like walking around like she owns the place, right? And I played it off. But I'm like, Dag, why? Why do I gotta, you know, it, it could have been a really like just, ugh, it could have been one of those situations. And you know what I did? I just smiled. Hey, <laughs> even though I just heard what you said, I'm, I'm gonna just operate in love and I'm gonna smile because you know what? Yeah, I'm confident. You know what? 
I know my job. You know what? God did make me a boss. Sis, you are a boss. And it's okay to walk confidently in your authority. It, it is. Oh, I, I want to let you know today, and I'm reminding myself, it is okay to be confident. When God, when God gives you confidence, that is a good thing. Listen, it's too many of us out here dealing with self-esteem issues and insecurities, because I'm one of them as well. So when God gives you those those moments or when he gives you that authority and that confidence, you better walk in it. Now don't get crazy in your thoughts thinking you better than you're better than other people. You know, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. But being confident, being secure in your position, ain't nothing wrong with it. You better, you better do that with a smile and operate in love. <laughs> oh man, this has been really fun. I really enjoyed this episode. So um, operating in love. What does that look like for your business? What does that look like in your ministry? You know what I mean? And again, going back to last week's episode a little bit is, you know, your supply is needed. So do a self-check. How is your heart? How is your heart? How is the condition of your heart? When your heart's right, you can operate in love. You can operate in love in your business as well as your personal life. All right, sis. So I'm going to back you up in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love on today, God. Father God, I just pray for my sisters in Christ, God, that we will operate our businesses out of love, that we will do life out of love, God. God, I just pray that you will condition our hearts, God. Father God, if there's any hard hearts, any hearts made of stone, oh God. We just pray that you will soften them, God. We just pray that you will bring forgiveness in their lives, oh God. Father God, we just pray that you, I just pray that you will set them free from bitterness, God, that you will set us free from being offended, God. You will set us free from when our feelings got hurt, God. That it's okay, our feelings got hurt, but now we're letting this hurt go in the name of Jesus so so the love of God can just flow in our lives, oh God. So I just thank you in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, 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 amen. And so real quick, I didn't do the announcements in the beginning of this show, but I'm going to do them real quick. Um, first of all, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please do so at she underscore means underscore business underscore. And last week, um, I released um, the business and Bible study, uh, the ebook that is now available. If you go to my Instagram and simply hit the link in the bio um, and it's titled Service with Love, you can get your copy for just $9 and it breaks it all down. I'm sharing she tips. I'm sharing my experiences. I'm breaking down the science behind customer service. And if you are trying to grow your business, right? Because that's what we're all trying to do. The whole point of being in business is to grow it so we can make a profit, right? So if you, one of your ways to grow your business is providing excellent customer service. I'm telling you, listen, I know there, first of all, there's tons of ways. Let me just be clear. There are tons of ways to grow your business. Obviously there's marketing, there's branding, there's word of mouth, all that. But I'm telling you that customer service is tied up in all of that. Customer service is part of your marketing. Great customer service is part of your brand. And great customer service will will give you that word of mouth that you need to grow your business. Okay? This is what I'm going to say. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. 
Their customer service is a part of their marketing, their branding. It, it's what makes them unique and special besides the actual product. But think about it. When you think of Chick-fil-A, what comes first? Do you think about the actual chicken first or do you think about the customer service first? Either way, they did their part when it came to branding and marketing. And that joint is legit no matter where you go. They're, listen, they have done so good with their customer service that even when they mess up, because I hate to burst your bubble, Chick-fil-A messes up. They have made a few mistakes. You okay, but even when they messed up because of that customer service, because of how well they branded that, you're like, Oh, it's okay, you're Chick fil A, not a problem. I'm gonna even drive off knowing you made this, this mistake and eat this sandwich anyway. I'm telling you, I've done it myself, I, and I thought about it later, like, Yo, I'm tripping. I got caught up in a brand. (laughs) So listen, providing excellent customer service is a part of building your brand. It is a part of your marketing scheme. It is a part of what makes you different. When people encounter She Means Business, I want them to feel that love. I want them to feel how genuine it is. I want them to feel like, yo, I'm really with you, sis. I'm really, we we really building a community of women who love God and all about their business. I want that love. I want that customer service to be top notch. It is what it is, right? So listen, ladies, it has been great. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. If you ever have any questions or topics you would like to discuss, please email me at she means business LLC at gmail.com. Email me uh, for questions or topics you would like to talk about in the future. But until next time, bye-bye.